Okay, welcome to the show. This is TED Talks Too Much. I am Ted Moss, your host in the OK Boomer Studios. And I think we got a really special one today. We're going to do something new and exciting. I'm starting a new series for you called Strictly Stand Up. It's going to be designed for you or your friends or anybody that wants to go into stand-up comedy. I'm going to give you some good advice about what to do and what to not do to be successful at stand-up. So if you're ready for that, hold on tight, because here we go. All right, to start, let me say uh, thanks for listening, and uh, please subscribe and share this. Uh, This is going to be fun, and please send it out to your friends that think uh, they might want to try stand-up too. I think it's really going to help them. Also, if it's uh, just for you, congratulations. I mean, whether it's a bucket list thing or something you just really want to pursue, it's the rare few that actually give stand-up a try, so... Let's see if we can prepare you a little bit for your adventure. You know, I've always said that uh, nothing is really an adventure unless it contains some discomfort. Like uh, the times I've ridden my motorcycle around one of the Great Lakes, it's a lot more difficult than taking a comfortable seat in my air-conditioned car and just setting the cruise control, you know, and going for a relaxing trip. But at the end of the day, I think you'll find that your adventures and the ones you choose have really defined your character. And they're kind of the spice of your life. So embrace the discomfort and um, appreciate your journey. Now, I think the toughest thing about learning stand-up is that the art is different for everyone. And there's absolutely no one that doesn't fail or, as we call it, bomb sometimes. And for most, that never stops. It just keeps on going. So most comedians are really reluctant to give advice to anyone. I mean, even to new people, they'll just say something like, just keep getting up or you'll figure it out. However, there are some universal pitfalls that we all learn along the way. You know, I thought it was going to be like public speaking, which I had done for my whole life, but I was wrong. You know, when you walk out onto a stage and you're absolutely alone, I mean, there's nothing out there but a mic, a mic stand, a stool, and a bright light shining in your eyes. And there's about, I don't know, 50 to 100 people just staring at you thinking, okay, buddy, make me laugh. That's quite a different thing. And I tell you what, here is what my friend and fellow stand-up comedian uh, Marv Barnett said when he was on my podcast uh, about a year ago. Man, you got to let me get on stage. I'm like, dude, you can't do this. (laughs) Man, I'm funny, man. I said, dude, it's a difference between being funny and being a comedian. I said, you can't do this. Yeah. Oh, yes, okay. I said, okay, I'll tell you what. So you come on down Thursday. I'll give you three minutes. That's all get you got to do. See if you can get a laugh. I said, three minutes. I said, bring whatever you got to bring. <laughs> he gets up there. You ready? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm like, okay. All right. Go. He tells, some, he tells something that I guess was supposed to be a joke. He looked at me. I'm like, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> It's not funny to me either. I don't know what. (laughs) Really? How long was I up there? I said a minute and 45 seconds. (laughs) I was up there longer than that. I said, eternity. You were up there a minute and 45 (laughs) seconds. All right. And in today's show, what we're going to do is try and make you more successful than Marv's friend was. 
we're going to assume that uh, you're going to go out to an open mic somewhere, sign up and uh, get up on the stage. And uh, I'm going to give you my top five ways that new people fail at stand-up comedy to help you out. And the number one way to fail at stand-up comedy is to be unlikable. You don't want to show up and be mean, nasty, or unlikable. You know, stand-up comedy is the one thing where the inmates are really ruling the asylum. So these people that you meet at these open mics are people that will be putting on shows or getting you opportunities to be on other shows. So you want to be likable. I've seen people that show up and they're just mean or isolated or rude. And I think, dude, this is not helping you at all. This is not helping your opportunities going forward. Also, when you're performing, people do not laugh with people they don't like. So don't show up and be unlikable. People got to like you to laugh with you. So rule number one, don't show up and be unlikable. Rule number two, don't show up without jokes. I know that sounds crazy, but I've seen it many times, especially at the beginner level where people show up and they think that they are so funny that just their stream of consciousness is going to make people laugh. It won't. And I totally understand that you've watched Dave Chappelle and other people that just seem to be chatting about things and it turns out to be hilarious. Well, you know what? They wrote that shit down. Those are jokes. It's just delivered well. So the second way to fail at stand-up comedy is showing up without jokes. Listen, folks, don't do this. Don't show up without jokes. Okay, and the third way to fail at stand-up comedy is to show up with jokes that belong to someone else. My God, folks, do not do this. This is a cardinal sin within the community of stand-up comedians. You know, I heard that Halle Berry went out to perform and she had memorized somebody else's comedy routine, a famous comedian, and everybody knew it. They thought, what in the hell is she doing? But I assume, you know, she's a very beautiful woman and she's a great actress and she has spent a lifetime reading somebody else's words. In the world of stand-up comedy, each comedian writes their own jokes. You can't take somebody else's jokes. I don't even care if they're dead. You can't take their jokes. Now, at the upper levels where people are doing new comedy every week on a talk show, sure, they have writers. But all of you beginners, write your own jokes. There are some comedians that go out there and they recite what I would call as street jokes. Jokes that I have heard 10, 15, 25 years ago. And even if you tell them, sometimes they'll just keep telling the jokes, which is crazy because everybody doing stand-up knows those are street jokes and they don't respect that. So... The third way to fail at stand-up comedy is to tell somebody else's jokes. Don't do it, folks. All right, and the fourth way to certainly fail at stand-up comedy 
is to not know your time. First of all, make sure you show up 15 to 30 minutes before the start of the show. Also, no matter when you perform, at the beginning of the show or the end of the show, you stay till the end of the show. A lot of times at these open mics, you'll be performing for just a group of other open micers. And they sat there and listened to you. And the least you can do is sit there and listen to them. Otherwise, the last guy in the room ends up performing for an empty room. And one day that's going to be you. So the proper etiquette is stay to the end of the show. And most importantly, when you're performing, do your time and only your time. Every stand-up comedian will tell you how long his set was. Whether it was on Johnny Carson or Conan or on stage at the Tropicana in Vegas. They know they did a 30-minute set, a 20-minute set, a 5-minute set. There's a difference between a 5-minute set and a 6-minute set. I know it sounds crazy, but it's a timed event. So when the showrunner tells you you got six minutes, do six minutes. They'll give you a warning light with one minute to go, and then you stop at six minutes. I know there's a club in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and if you go more than 30 seconds over your time, it's unlikely you're ever going to perform there again because he has other comedians. So if you want to be successful at stand-up comedy, don't ignore time. Show up on time, do your time, and leave on time. And now, last but not least, my favorite way to fail at stand-up comedy is to split the room. I've seen this done by so many people in so many different ways. It's, uh, it's sad, and you don't have to do this. In this day and age, there is some low-hanging fruit that may be an easy joke, but if you go for it, you might lose half your audience. Like if you do a Trump joke, you never know who you're talking to. And if you don't lose, you know, most of the audience, you may lose a third of the audience, and you don't want to do that. Pick out jokes that will not split the room. The other thing is, it's really good to say something about the venue or the location that makes people feel like you're present. And that's fine, but don't inadvertently make fun of the people that you're trying to entertain. I remember there was a really good female comedian one time, and she was in a very poor town, which was a suburb of Flint, Michigan, next to the richest suburb of Flint, Michigan. And the poor people... Yeah, I had some animosity towards the richer people who had a nice big country club where they were living in very little homes on dirt roads. And she opened up by talking about how she was from the richer suburb and her husband was trading in high-end cars. You don't want to do that. You don't want to split the room. You don't want to say anything that's controversial to the point where you might lose the people in the room. And sometimes you can tell just by watching how they react to comedians that go up before you. But in any case, don't split the room. Don't tell a joke that will be only funny to some of the people. 
You want as many people laughing as much as possible. All right, and that's my five ways to fail at stand-up comedy. One, be unlikable. Two, show up with no jokes. Three, show up with somebody else's jokes. Four, ignore time. And five, split that room. These are all things you don't want to do. There's other things too, other ways to fail, but I think these are pretty key. Now, if you're going to do stand-up comedy, I wish you well. Welcome to the fray. But just know it's not easy, and nobody expects you to be great at first. I know I thought I was going to be great at first, was not great at first, was not even good at first. And if you can bear those belly aches while you're driving home, who knows? Someday you might be good enough to make it into a showcase or host a weekend show or even maybe be a feature. Who knows how good you can be until you try, but it's not going to be easy. It is actually, uh, it's a profession. And it's only for the strong people that are willing to go out there and try and fail and try again until they get it right. So I wish you well. And uh, until we talk again, be kind to each other out there and try, try, try to be happy. I'm Ted Moss. And those are my thoughts. With that, Bob's your uncle.